So we've been pretty lazy on the cause these last few weeks. I, mean, I think I put out like two in the last month. But, you know, I think it's time to get back to the basics. So we bring Joey Brooks back. You know, he's one of the founding fathers. He's got a real Don't job. You're basic. I'm not, you're not basic. I didn't say basic. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, you know, we, we, back to the basics, man. Like what we start, we're going back to the roots. Does that work for you? I mean, <laughs> the roots. The, the, oh, now we're going to roots. I mean, the remake. Okay. The remake of Roots just came out on VHS and DVD. <laughs> so if you want to go back to the roots, I'm all about that. But you know, I thought we'd bring you back, see what happens. If it doesn't go well, you know, it's fine. We just won't have you back for another month or two. So first, you call me a basic, and then you reference the roots. All right, interesting. Interesting way to bring bring your boy back on the show but happy to be back Tom well we, we missed you Joey we really didn't and I mean I'm sorry if you don't want to be a basic girl or affiliated with the roots but I mean I when I think of you I just think of a basic dude who happens to be of the African American descent I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing I mean it's what you are so I'm sorry that's how you feel man I'm sorry that's how you feel I will say this I will say this back to the roots I love the roots the roots has, is a great group right Q-tip Wait, what? wasn't Q-Tip? No, Q-Tip's not in the Roots. All right, you don't know who the Roots are. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I understand. So without further ado, let's try to move into this show a little bit. And I guess, you know, last show was the Olympic preview, the Olympic special. None of you guys really listened to it. It's fine. I really don't care. I'm doing it for you guys, so this time you should probably listen. But the end of the Olympics, you know, it's, it's too bad, really. The last two weeks were just wonderful. Uh, thankfully... Uh, the last two weeks, I didn't really have much going on because I don't have a job that starts for another, two, another week and a half. So I was able to sit on my parents' couch and just watch NBC, NBC Sports, CNBC, MSNBC all day long. And it was wonderful. Uh, and it wasn't even necessarily voting for, rooting for America the whole time. It was like different sports. Like field hockey is honestly the best sport in the world. Watch so Stop much. It. Dude, I don't know if you – it is the best sport. Uh, I mean, my older sister, one of my youngsters, played it in high school. It was terrible. I hated watching every second of it, and I went to a lot of their games because I'm a good, supportive brother. But Olympic field hockey is an amazing sport. So don't knock it, Joey. I know you did like, I mean, did you even try to watch it? I actually, you know what? I actually did watch a full uh, game of it. It was England versus, or maybe Great Britain. Versus, versus someone else. I forget who it was. And the only thing I kept thinking about the whole time was these girls are all going to have arthritic backs when they, when they like get like 20 years, like, you know, in 20 years. I felt like that's a horrible athletic practice to play with your back bent over that way. I just, I felt in pain when I was watching it. I kept stretching out my back the, whole, the entire time. Well, I mean, I guess, but what's the difference between that and like in basketball when you're in a like stance all day long? It's just the difference of how you do things. But I thought you bend your knees though. Your knees are meant well, to be Well, that's bent. true. I guess bend your knees is a little easier on the body than bending your back. But I thought what direction you were going to say, other than the arthritis, what direction was how attractive the girls that played uh, field hockey are. Did you notice that, or is I like the only person who noticed that? Uh, sorry, Tom. I actually um, enjoy watching females for their athletic prowess, not always for their looks. 
I happen to not be a misogynist. Well, I'm not either. But here, here's what it came down to. It was like I was watching the game. Like, wow, this game like played well. Is, is a beautiful game. And then like whenever they got a goal, like this, they, they cut to the girl. I'm like, wow, she is beautiful. And then it just came over and over and over again. It's just like I wish Notre Dame had a field hockey team. Really. Well, I will say this, and this is just in general. Olympic athletes tend to be, in my opinion, tend to be on the on the more fair end of the uh, gene pool in terms of uh, genetic makeup, looks, physical appearance. I would say that physical uh, Olympic athletes, on average, are you know higher you know in the ninety eighth, ninety ninth percentile in terms of looks in the world. I think that has something to do with like stature like how do they base the face like symmetrical faces like if your is your face symmetrical yeah i think they look i think they looked at like uh, this is kind of going off into a the tangent but they looked at like the nfls in the quarter uh the nfl quarterbacks and like of you know the 32 nfl quarterbacks i think like you know 24 of them had like perfectly not perfect but you know symmetrical faces and they were like good looking dudes you know i think it's just part of you know the the elite athlete you know, that's just a takeaway I had. I, like, you look at any any sport, pretty much, and there's at least, you know, a few good-looking people in there, if not more. I mean, obviously not the case for you and me at Notre Dame basketball. I think we excelled up to Notre Dame, but I not – I mean, actually, you're. I guess you're a model nowadays, so I guess you're an attractive guy, so I guess that kind of goes with what you're saying. But I guess if you're confident in yourself – you're confident in your game. And when you're confident in your game, I guess you're going to be better at that game, I suppose. But like I said, beautiful game all around for field hockey. Two claps for them. What else? I'll, you tell, you a, I'll tell you a sport that I really enjoyed watching and I may got made fun of for it. But And it's a sport that I'm thinking of trying out for in 2020. Honest to God, I'm thinking about going out for the U.S. handball team. You, you cannot do that. Handball is... A big time sport in Europe, man. It is intense. Uh, did you see how big those? Like, I watched a lot of that too. Like a lot of these like teams from Europe, like everyone's like six four, two thirty, man. They're gigantic and they're playing. They've been playing for years. So like, kid, trust me, handball's not gonna work for you. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. I mean, I think I, I could do archery, but at the end of the day, I've never shot an arrow in my life, so I'm not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, but okay, so. Archery has no crossover into some of the stuff that we are that's in our genetics, right? So I saw some picks out there with uh, handball. I saw some shakes, some jukes. I saw some, you know, some teamwork, some passing. So these are all things that I think. Um, and if, honestly, if I if I do say so myself, I was a better I'm a better athlete right now than those handball dudes that I saw out there in the Olympics. You know, I don't know I, that. I'm not going to say that. That's just ridiculous that you'd say that. But I think we can get on the train <laughs> that, you know, when it comes to sport you and me couldn't do, it's swimming. And swimming, obviously, the first week of the Olympics kind of took over all the headlines. But for some reason, it seemed like week two, the uh, the headline was still swimming. And not even Michael Phelps or Katie Ledecky. It was all Ryan Lochte, uh, him – being a jerk, being an idiot, um, just making up stuff. Uh, Joey, I know everyone's talking about this, but I kind of want to give my case and my take on the whole thing. You know, I'm completely behind him. 
Obviously, you go to a foreign country and you do something bad, you don't want people to know. So you make up a story. I don't care how elaborate it is. You got to make up a story. Unfortunately, there's cameras in Rio. And without those cameras, he would have, I mean, he, he thought Rio's, he's heard all the stories of Rio not being a great place. There's no cameras. You got to lie. So what do you, what's your take on that? I don't know if you watch. I don't know if you watch. Um, you're right. Everyone's talking about it. So, you know, it's, I'll keep it short. I don't know if you watched the uh, Last Night Tonight um, on HBO. It's a great show with John Oliver. Shout yeah. out to John Oliver. But he kind of highlighted an aspect of Ryan Lochte that I really didn't know. Like, I didn't know that the guy was kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of dumb. I mean, he showed countless interviews where the guy just kind of sounded like he had no idea what he was talking about. So I didn't know that about him, uh, which is interesting. But I think the worst part and the part that only the only part that I really was like kind of taken back by was uh, the fact that he kind of left the other teammates who got arrested. He kind of left them hanging out to dry, you know, like they all kind of did it and he just bounced and the rest of them. Are they out of jail yet? Oh, they're out of jail. But here's the thing, like, Joey, let's say you, me, Scott Martin, and Tim Abro, so two of our former teammates just ran to pick him out. We got in trouble in Rio de Janeiro. Joey, if you think I'm, if I'm the ringleader, I'm the first one out of there without a doubt. I do not care. Like, I'm sorry, but it's <laughs> my responsibility to protect myself. Ryan Lochte did right by everything, you know. It would be stupid for him to hang back because, you know, he was the highest profile guy. No one knows the other three names. I don't know their – do you know their names? No idea. I actually just tried to look him up. I couldn't do it in enough time. Exactly. Like, no one cares about him. The only people that care about is Ryan Lochte. And Ryan Lochte, dude, he had a reality show on, on E! They got canceled because it was too dumb. Like, obviously, Ryan Lochte is not a smart guy. Um, loved his story he told. It didn't sound right coming out of his mouth. But loved every second of it. And, you know, I'm upset they're still talking about him in a poor light. Like, his swimming career is over. Like, he's out of the limelight forever. But this kept him in the limelight, and good for him. The sponsors can go away. They'll come back. They know he's gold, you know. He may have not won any golds when he's swimming, but that's a golden <laughs> personality. <laughs> Here's a question, and this is kind of uh, in the lofty discussion, kind of, but um, uh, one of the big things on Twitter, and I want to get your take on it, was the comparison of the better, the greatest, uh, who's a greater Olympian, who's a greater athlete, Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt, or Michael Phelps. What's your thought on that? Oh, my thought is I think that Usain Bolt's the better athlete. I mean, uh, I think track and field is completely different than swimming. Uh, swimming, every single sprint race has four different types of strokes. In track and field, it's not the case. I mean, you can either run sprint or you're a long-distance runner. Or you can throw something. And those things aren't as close together as, I'd say, a butterfly stroke and a freestyle stroke. And Usain Bolt is honestly, he's been the fastest guy in the world for, th for three straight Olympics. Which is crazy because you think, like, swimming you may slow down. Uh, but running, like... Dude, I remember like every year I was in college, I got slower and slower. I don't know what that was. For. I don't know why, but I did. So the fact that like I know his times have been down a little bit, but the fact that he's that far ahead of everybody for so long is so much more impressive to me. I think than the twenty-four medals that Michael Phelps won. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Michael Phelps. Like props to him. He he he's done his thing for a long, long time. But I still got to say Usain Bolt's more impressive. Hmm. 
I would agree. I agree because um, I just think I think it's hard for people to get over the fact that um, Michael Phelps has been has so many medals, has been so dominant in in swimming, um, and he definitely is a once in a lifetime, once in a generation athlete. Um, but I mean, so is Usain Bolt, and I think you're right. I mean, I think you know the 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 type of competition. I just think there's more. I don't know why I think that. I don't have any any you know data or anything like that. But um, I just think the the competition to be the fastest man in the world uh, is just so much more hotly contested than maybe you know swimming. And a lot of a lot of swimmers are like specialty swimmers, right? It's a, it's, and that's what makes Michael Phelps. Yeah, so that's I'm, that's definitely what makes him impressive. The fact that like you have a lot of guys who only do freestyle, a lot of guys who only do be- breaststroke, a lot of guys do butterfly. He does all of them. But yeah. he's also like got the perfect swim body. He's the long arms, the long torso, uh, mm-hmm. in great shape. I mean, when you're training for four smokes years, smokes a little for, weed from time to time. Smokes a little weed, so that brings up a point, I guess, with the, everything trending uh, to legalize marijuana in the United States, and the fact that there's still these hardcore conservatives are saying no, marijuana is terrible. Is there anything worse than? Uh, Michael Phelps and a guy from Jamaica named Usain Bolt being at the top of the like, athletic achievement in the world. I can't think of anything worse. Like everyone's like, "Hey, st- stay off the dope. It'll hurt you. Like it'll make you unmotivated." It's like, well, look at Michael Phelps. Uh, he's the best at what he does. And again, might be towing the line here, but Usain Bolt is from Jamaica. No, I think he came out and said. I think Usain Bolt came out and said that he um, that he smoked weed. Well, there I'm, you I'm go. Sure he did. I'm pretty sure you did. There you go. The the two biggest names from the Olympics, other than Ryan Rock, Ryan Lochte, who you know is also smoking a lot of reefer. <laughs> they're 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 all smoking weed. So I mean, you the, you better find a new excuse, I guess, because these guys are the top of the, the top of the world, and they and they just let's, they puff puff fast. Let's be honest. Ryan Lochte was high when he told that story. <laughs> I mean, let's, I don't think there's been a time that Ryan Lochte hasn't been on some side, some kind of some kind of uh, drug or pharmaceutical. Really, right, again, yeah. he, he's finding ways to pass these drug tests. But just look at the guy; he's he is the tip. He belongs in a Cheech and Chong movie. All right, now here's my final question for the Olympics, and I want you to think about it long and hard. More dominant in the respective sports, the Chinese. Uh, synchronized diving team, high diving team. I don't know if you saw that event. Did you see that event? No, I didn't watch it. Oh my gosh, they are. They are basically okay. I'll just leave it right there. They're dominant. Okay. The Chinese, the Chinese diving team, or SA in basketball. All right. Well, here's the thing. You're missing out the most dominant team of all time, and that is the Chinese ping table tennis teams. Dude, <laughs> you have – it was unbelievable. It was – other than Fialaki, is the thing I watched the mo- second most. It's unbelievable. On the men's side, the, the final – in the gold medal round, two Chinese people. On the female side, two Chinese people. Who won the gold in the teams? Chinese on both sides. Chinese table tennis is the most dominant sport in the history of the, of the Olympics. USA, Who was the last – the last U.S. winner was like Forrest Gump, wasn't it? And I think that was a fictional story. So, <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, they bring in a lot of nonfiction things in there, but I think Forrest Gump's a nonfictional thing. The way these <laughs> Chinese people 
learn how to play table tennis at a young age is unbelievable. But honestly, they are so good at it. The grassroots program for table tennis in China must be 30 times better than the grassroots basketball program in America. Because at least other teams like Spain was at least within three points. This wasn't even close. But I guess I will give you, uh, I didn't watch any of the synchronized swimming, but I guess USA basketball does come in as a close second, I guess, in the dominance. It's like honestly not fair, really. Like they need to change the format. There's no way you can send 12 NBA all-stars over to play against guys that play the, the level I played in Europe. It's just like really not fair. Maybe they should make it like 23 and up, 23 and like 23 and younger can play if you're American, but they just can't. You I mean, I think Olympic soccer does it right for the men's side. Like you have to be under 23 to play in the soccer. So why don't they do it for basketball too? Right, right. Well, I got an even better story for you. And I, I just thought of this, but I didn't just think of it. But um, did you see where that the there's an NFL tight end for the Raiders? Um, and he like sent – this is the power of social media, man. So he sent like uh, Allie Raisman from the gymnastic team. Yeah. He sent her like a video. Basically, like asking her out, like asking her on a date, and like I guess uh, you remember Sean Johnson, the one from a couple, yes. you know, a couple Olympics ago. Yes. Uh, uh, she dates some some dude on the Raiders. I don't know who he is. So she kind of like hooked him up, but he sent her this video, and uh, like he's gonna get a date out of it. How awesome is that? It's pretty I'm awesome. Like- but I think here, logistically speaking, a football player and a gymnastics. Uh, a gymnast. I don't know if they work. I mean, do you notice the size of these girls? Like, they're all obviously like muscular build, like peak peak athletic ability. Allie Raceman is like they're all very attractive girls. Allie Raceman is beautiful, but at the same time, she's like sub five feet tall. Like, football players are like the biggest people in the world. Like, I don't know how that works. Like, he he, he might just like show up. Like, they might show up the same place. Like, he just knows what she looks like, but's never seen her. Like compared to the normal-sized person, be like, wow, I had no idea. And that, that might be a deal-breaker for him. He might, like, the look he gives her when he says how small she is, it might ruin the date. Like, I'm sure, I mean, it takes a lot of guts to do it over, over Twitter. I mean, so good for the guy and the Raiders. I hope they work out. All right, Joe, I think we milked that for everything it's got. Uh, so anything you want to talk about and get off your chest before we get out of here? One of my favorite artists of all time just came out with, his long-awaited musical project, Frank Ocean. I'm sure you haven't listened to it because you're not cultured, Tom. No, I haven't listened to it. I'm I'm like on a Demi Lovato kick right now. It's unbelievable. Like I'm going like hours in a row just listening to Demi Lovato on Apple Music over and over and over again. But I have seen that Frank Ocean put out an album. I'm sure it's great because he's great. But what the heck's been the what's the wait been, man? It's been it's been like four plus years. Like four. Four and a half years, almost. I mean, is his excuse that he's been writing that right? He couldn't write twelve songs for four years. Like, what's going on here? I don't know. I mean, I think he's honestly. I think he's just a. He's like really into the the art of it. Like, he's a true artist. I feel like. Yeah, um, Prince was an artist too, though. But Prince put out like millions of songs. Prince is like his major, like one of his major influences. It's funny that you say that. Well, I guess it is funny that I should say that because, pr- again, Prince put out millions of songs. It takes four years for Frank Ocean to put out a second album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was a, I was a, 
a dying fan or just waiting on any sort of, you know, anything. But, you know, the new album is called Blonde. I think it's really, really good. I've only, you know, I've only listened to it for, you know, a couple days now, but I think it's really, really good. But what I thought was really cool was he did the, he did the Endless video, um, which he released on Apple Music, which is like 45 minutes of songs. Not all of the songs that are on the album. Like, it's like a different set of songs. And um, he's like building, he like builds this staircase from scratch in the, in the, you know, in the video. It's like really well done. It's like, it's shot from the, from the viewpoint of like, you know, he's got like three of himself in this in the workshop walking around it's really cool um but i thought that was really innovative and the music and, and the video was really great so i mean i think i, I always I always like it when artists do different things and you know bring something new and fresh to the music scene and frank always does that so i'm i'm, I'm happy well i'm gonna listen to it so again it took four and a half years for him to make an album which that must mean he hates his fans because that's a jerk move. And secondly, it only took him 45 minutes to build a staircase. Maybe he should figure this thing out a little more, right? Because that's <laughs> building a four, building a staircase in 45 minutes. No, I don't care how big it is. It's an impressive feat. Taking Spir- four, spiral staircase too. Spiral. That's, that would take me 45 days, 45 years. And I, I would never finish it, but. Well, well, who knows? Who knows how long it really took him? But in the video, it, he puts it together, and he is building it. It's he's legitimately building it, which is the, another cool part about it. But yeah, there's actually two versions of his album called Blonde B O L B L O N D, and then Blonde B O B L O N D E, and um, he released one on iTunes, and then he released one in pop-up shops around the United States, maybe the world. Oh yeah, he put them in London, one in London. So I guess the But the, they're like two slightly different albums. So it's like a double, that's what I meant by double feature. Well, I guess that makes a lot more sense now. So thanks for clearing that up, Joey. Well, right. Joey, we're at we're at that time. So uh hey, thanks. It was great having you back, my man. Missed you missed you tons even though I saw you two weekends ago at a wedding. But hey, Joey, say goodbye to the people. Say goodbye to me, really. Goodbye, Tom. The next time we sh- next time we're I'll see you. We'll be in Chicago. You'll be in Chicago, buddy. So we'll have to do a uh, maybe our first live session. How about that? We could do that. Wow, that would be special. All right, guys, you can follow me at Nighttime Twenty Five. You can follow Jay Brooks at Jay Brooks Loves You, and you can follow the podcast at uh, the Cause Podcast. Even though none of you do. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Adios.